and and now the next the next stage of that is going to be a, a, a workforce with a, a digital AI coworker. I mean, we're going to have to think about what that means for uh, for the company's virtual escape room. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, Kirby here for Delivering Marketing Joy. I just wanna say thanks for listening and however you found this podcast, whether someone shared it to you or whether you found it on a review, please feel free to pay that forward. I wanna spread the word and this is how we spread it. So feel free to get some good karma and spread delivering marketing joy to those around you. Now, enjoy the episode. Well, hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. I always love it when I get to talk to new rock stars. He's the co-founder and CTO of Smith, which is at the forefront of revolutionizing artificial intelligence systems. He's co-founded and sold multiple large marketing agencies and is a thought leader in both SEO and AI. Alexander DeRitter, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited to dive in. So speaking of being excited, I want to ask you what you're excited about. What, what's a project that you're working on right now that has you totally fired up and why? Well, it, it has to be Smith OS. And um, it's exciting to me because I believe it will change uh, how we work and how we collaborate. And I believe that the future uh, of work is blended teams. Uh, we went through the transition from being all in the office to like part hybrid teams with remote workers. We went to a transition from all um, local people to a global workforce. And we have colleagues from every country, right? Mm -hmm. And we, and and now the next the next stage of that is going to be a, a, a workforce with uh, a digital AI coworker. I mean, we're going to have to think about what that means for uh, for the company's virtual escape room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a. It, it is funny how it, it it probably in the world of AI it's not been fast, but for someone yeah. sort of who doesn't live in that space, it feels like it's it's escalated from zero to sixty really quickly. And the idea of having a an AI coworker is that's a new one. That's a yeah. New one. Uh, so the the current set of AIs is very monolithic and it's just focused on a large model. But the thing is, the larger these models get, the more expensive they become to run. Mm -hmm. And they also become very hard to control. Right? Mm -hmm. We've all seen the movies. So what you really <laughs> want, what you really want is very small purpose driven AI, but that know how to collaborate and work together. Like one knows how to print paper. One knows how to redline and review it. And another knows how to look at it and flag any potential legal issues, right? Mm -hmm. And by combining them and knowing how to work together, you can have small, economically efficient models um, that adhere to your security policy, but they're also completely constrained by what they're allowed to do. Like, I'm not worried about my robot vacuum turning Terminator on me, right? <laughs> it is very, very specific in what it can do. So we have full alignment, we have full control over it, but at the same time, by combining a, a set of skills uh, and adding a skill like Neo in the Matrix, I know Kung Fu, you can build incredible uh, workflow automations. And, uh, mm -hmm. and that is going to change the landscape of uh, our workflows or process automation and how efficient we can get 
as a business, the, by the end of the decade, there will be a trillion dollar company on the stock market that is run by three people. So and you, of course, you, Smith. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course, right. So and, and it just in, I'm fascinated by this, Alexander. So I'm curious, I mean, are people building this now or is, as you said, like, is this a decade away? I'll tell you something, right? And the, and this is coming from somebody who lives and breathes in the AI space, knows every new thing that even that came out today, this morning that was announced, okay? okay. I feel like if progress would stop, it would just freeze. No new AIs get released. We would have enough to commercialize and change the world completely over the next 15 years. There's so much untapped application out there for the existing technology you wouldn't even recognize the world 10 15 years from now but not only that the root technology itself is exponentially increasing in capability and for your listeners out there just who are curious maybe you were impressed with what chat gpt can do mm -hmm. right maybe you thought right. hey i would never see that in my lifetime right if that was impressive to you, two years from now, that will look like toddlers barely learning how to walk. Think about the alpha models from DeepMind that beat the world's chess players, Go players, StarCraft players, knew how to fold protein and think like a master general, super elite thinking, strategic thinking. You combine that and marry it to ChatGPT and look what that baby is going to be like. Mm -hmm. That is what is uh, going to be done with training this year. And by the end of the year, these things will be available to the large companies like OpenAI, Microsoft, Google, mm -hmm. not necessarily available in your hands yet. Mm -hmm. But even the CEO of Anthropic, which is a good player, they make Claude is a popular chat program as well. Um, but a smaller player than Microsoft and Google, right? Sure. Uh, they said today, uh, I saw in, in, an interview where he says artificial general intelligence two years away. Hmm. And that is not a, the big the big companies. I believe that in the labs, in the research labs, we achieve a artificial super intelligence this year hmm. in the labs, right? Wow. So, so But even if that was not true, I have seen so much with the existing technology that if it was fully applied and made its way down the work and everything, right, the world would completely change in the next 10 years, unrecognizably. Wow. Well, I guess that, that, that switches my gears a little bit to say, you know, um, obviously this is a marketing entrepreneur podcast. So what are some mistakes, I guess, that you see organizations making when doing their marketing or telling their story and how do you think they could fix them? Okay. So we're in a, we're in a special time in marketing where the technology that right now can power you to get insane growth will in the second effect of order of impact will also I would say maybe wipe out a lot of the ways that people are consuming content. Mm, okay. So you can think about it like supply and demand of content. AI mm. makes the content supply go up exponential. If you're an yeah. early adopter where the rest of the world is not caught up to it yet, 
it gives you a temporary advantage where you put out a hundred times more content than your competitors. But then they also start doing that. And then in a few years later, the internet has an oversupply of content and nobody finds content anymore. Right. Hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, we all like the industrial revolution because it gave us more comfort, but it's also polluting the planet. And so then we have to go and solve another, solve that another way. And the same is true. The same is true for AI. Um, today, what companies need to do is definitely use AI to get that advantage. It's right there for the taking. Mm -hmm. If you're still manually doing a lot of these marketing processes, I mean, you are, you're getting your, you know, your dessert is eaten by a competition, <laughs> yeah. right? You have to do something about it. But in the longer term, what you should be prioritizing is your brand because mm -hmm. after everything is said and done consumers will have more sources and more data than they can handle and you should ask the question why would anyone four or five years from now assuming a the rate of progress in ai why would anyone still care to get the news from you mm -hmm. and so that brand building that brand both as a company as an individual your individual brand matters a lot why would they trust you when they're asking about this topic? That is going to be the number one most important thing long-term that you need to invest in and that people are overlooking. And it's easy to get on the hype train of AI can create cheap, quick content. But you have to think also, how do I invest in my brand long-term so I become known and authoritative? Yeah. And that is the most important thing that you can do for longevity in this market today. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. So what are some tips that um, you give? I mean, obviously you're you're running uh, these organizations. What are, you, what are some tips you give for growing both personally and or professionally? Well, um, you know, I, I, I would say that there there's more, there's more to life than, um, than work only. And yeah. so the, the Roman said, mens uh, sana in corporem sanum. It's like a healthy mind and a healthy body. Mm. Um, I think it's something that you wake up to when you hit your 40s. And um, so my advice to anyone who's not there yet is just like, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't burn the candle at both ends, mm. uh, right? Uh, but then also thinking, um, and this is a very important, this is very important, if if work was taken away from you in some way, would your value as a human be diminished? Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, and if you struggle with that question, maybe you don't have your priorities completely straight. Mm -hmm. And so I would say in terms of growing personally, I, I would like to think that despite really loving what I do and being passionate about what I do, I like to grow not just on a professional front, but on the level of a human being, mm. not in terms of chasing happiness, but in maximizing usefulness in society. And again, not just for selfish reasons, but also um, in terms of in terms of being good to other people around me and leaving them better than how I found them. Um, so the world is going to change a lot. Even our economic system is going to change a lot. And so don't be caught in a future where 
your entire self-worth is defined by a material world mm -hmm. because materialism is going to get a big punch to the face in the next uh, two decades. Man, that is great. I, I really like that. I found myself applauding uh, for a bunch of you just said there, Alexander. I really appreciate that. All right, man. Final question. Um, who are, Obviously, you you are excited about the work that you're doing. As you said, you're passionate about it. But who are some people that inspire you to be better? And how do they do that? Yeah, so I thought this was, that this is probably like the, that's probably the most profound question. Mm. Um, but I I will answer it in a bit different way. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to name any names, but I'm going to talk about two groups of people that inspire me, and they're they're the children and they're the old people. Okay. Like and um, you know, the children inspire me because they um, they're their authentic self, and when they speak, they are less concerned with pleasing everybody else at the expense of being their authentic self. Mm -hmm. And that inspires me because at some point when we grow up, it is so easy to be so busy with work and so busy with responsibilities that we forget who we truly are. And we think about ourselves as children or hopes or aspirations. And somewhere along the way, we can, we can risk losing some of that. Children inspire me because they remind me of of finding that spark, that that spark that starts it all, and why we even do this is for the future. And then older people inspire me because they have. Um, I I believe when I speak to older people, and I'm speaking about seventy five, eighty, ninety years old people who really lived life and and really have seen a lot. At the end of your life, you kind of come back to this moment of what really mattered versus what didn't really matter. Right. And you kind of go back to that child child uh, mentality. Uh, but this time, it comes with like lived experience. And, and so I think elderly people really inspire me when I see them getting up with great effort to make a journey to, for example, go to church or something but they're there and they and maybe they took a, an hour to put their socks on <laughs> or they are um there's they're gathering together less ten dollars and that's all they have in their budget but they try to give a little gift to their little grandchild or something and or try to in, give pass on something of meaning you see at and even at your last moments it's not nobody at their deathbed is asking about their 401k right yeah they're 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 looking about the, the impact they had on people on family on community and there's different things that matter so i think it's important to be passionate but the people that inspire me um is are are really the young the really young people and the really old people because they they are grounding my virtual reality of mm -hmm. business and work and innovation into like firm soil and what like truly matters. And so I, I look up to them. Dude, that's really good stuff, Alexander. I really appreciate it. Now, what, if somebody wants to find a little bit more information about you or Smith, where do they go? All right. So on, uh, on Smith, um, depending on when this airs, 
our uh, website will be online. This is all very brand new tech. And mm -hmm. um, in the meantime, I recommend, um, and that will be smithos.com, but it's not online yet. Maybe by the time this airs, it will be. But the mm -hmm. best way would be just to uh, uh, look me up on LinkedIn and, and follow, right? Alexander mm -hmm. De Ritter. My handle is A-D-R-I-D-D-E-R, A-D -E Ritter. I'm also posting on Twitter. And so um, I post about AI technology, marketing, and um, and obviously work-related things like what we're releasing. So um, that's the best place to follow. Perfect. Well, thanks so much. This has been a really insightful and fun conversation, Alexander. We'll have to do it again sometime, okay? Thank All right, you. Well, yep, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Delivering Marketing Joy. Oh, 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 oh,